Southeast Radio's morning mix. And when I say proud Wexford man, as someone who has lived in this, and a bit like myself can remember, I remember going hand in hand with my granddad out to see the Guinness clock all those years ago outside the train station. That was a highlight for me, seeing the Guinness clock. For you, what does it mean to be the new chair of Wexford Festival Opera? It's absolutely a great honour because, like yourself, I grew up with the festival and there was always an excitement when when you got into October, you knew all the fireworks are coming and there was always these other, these excitement around the town. There was the Guinness clock. Can you, you probably remember the year of the 21st, the cake in the middle of the uh, of the crescent? And then there was the fireworks, or as I think we used to refer to them back then, the firework. But it was always <laughs> an excitement. It, it broke up the spell from you just gone back to school. There was something to look forward to before we got to Halloween and Christmas. And I haven't been involved with the festival now since... I've been going to the festival since 1981. I've been involved as a volunteer since 1987. And uh, obviously, over that period of time, my involvement has deepened. And I was—I went onto the board ten years ago and was elected chair recently. And it's—it's it's fantastic to be able to, as a Wexford man, to be able to go out and spread the word of Wexford, yeah. not just in Wexford but around the world, because people tend to forget yeah. what Wexford Festival actually, how how good Wexford Festival actually is, how important it is, the the impact it yeah. has made on the town and on the opera world in general. But, I mean, family is all important as yes. well. And, I mean, the name Cleary is synonymous with it. Nicky Cleary, your yep, uncle. my uncle, Lord Mercy. And him, yep. He was a great man. Yeah, Nicky yeah. was involved at the festival. I think his first year was 1952, which would have been the second year of the festival. Mm-hmm. And he went backstage with a number of other... That that time, all the backstage work was done by locals. There was Nicky Cleary, Willie Furlong, Nick Hayes, Wally Cleary, no relation, lots of other people. And Nicky uh, ultimately became the head of the backstage crew and he was remained in that position until... Uh, 2005, when the old house, the old Theatre Royal was being knocked down to make way for the loved new National Opera House, he decided 53 years is long yeah. enough for, for any man. Yeah. But, um, and he's and, been and your own family years. as well, your own yeah. immediate family all involved? Uh, well, my father was always a good, a regular attendee. Yeah. And actually back in the late, it would have been the late 50s, he had a walk-on part in one of the operas that year. And he always went to the dress rehearsals that a lot of the extra people did. And my mother as well was from Mary Street. So yeah. when I was growing up, I had all the tales of, of them as children playing in the Theatre Royal, the opera singers and how exotic they used to be coming around with yeah. you know, their fur coats and going along the streets singing and uh, a great story and there's actually a photograph which I've only ever seen once of the uh, had a skipping rope tied to the, the gate of the old theatre and yeah. that uh, famous Italian tenor Nicola Monti who became a bit of a Wexford legend is there turning the skipping rope yeah. for them so I grew up on all these stories so it was only yeah. natural that I was and, going and to I, and see I, like you were I'm not I maybe ahead of you in a couple of years but slightly, few, slightly maybe a bit more but uh, I remember Kevin Lewis yes, and, and the yeah, wonderful yeah. books and, and as children we played in High Street and yeah. of course uh, Kevin wrote some fantastic books if he happens to be tuned in. So that Wexford importance, and I remember meeting many opera singers and they'd say you'd be any part of Wexford you could hear opera music bellowing oh, yeah. out of the houses yeah. and lots of Wexford people have massive uh, vinyl collections yeah. of opera, don't yeah, they? There's, people don't realise that. There is a huge connection with opera in Wexford and it was there before the festival actually started. And I've been trying to find out or trying to figure out why and I think it's the fact that when we look out the window here we're looking out at, at the, the, the harbour but that was a functioning port up until the 60s so for hundreds of years there were ships going out of there to all parts of the globe so the Wexford yeah. was quite cosmopolitan so it had a wide range of influences and opera was one of those also yeah. because it was on the it was on it was a, a, a port you got the touring companies back in the late 1800s and then into the 1900s the Carl Rose so they brought the Manor. music back so, then so, yeah exactly yeah. so the music was always there 
there. And what people tend to forget is the festival grew out of the was uh, what's now the, the Gramophone Society, but was the Wexford, I think it was the Opera Appreciation yeah. Society, started around 1950 with Dr. Tom, Tom Walsh and a few others. And they used to meet and listen to, to recordings. And yeah. then somebody it's uh, reputed or said that uh, uh, um, Compton McKenzie suggested to Tom Welch well instead of sitting around listening to operas why not just stage them yep. and that's how it starts that's so the interest was always there Well look you've uh, certainly uh, uh, told us where your passion and, and lo- love for it and we wish you the very best Thank as I said it's a, it's a major honour for you to be the chair but now in a short time because I'm actually heading up to the opera festival at the opera house to talk to Randall straight after the programme it's the greening of the opera house but also we get more information on it but I'd like you to cherry pick some of the highlights uh, that uh, are going to be in your first year as chair in the 72nd year of Extra Festival Opera. Well, where do I start? Well, obviously, um, we have three fantastic main, main stage operas this year, but uh, we have a typical Wexford opera, the Donizetti Zoridi di Granata. Donizetti has been a mainstay in Wexford since the beginning. This is our 17th. But the other two operas are very uh, rare. Uh, one in particular, the Erlanger, the La Bruges, is fantastic, and I know people are probably didn't know a lot about it, but it's beautiful music. The third opera, La Chachara, <coughs> excuse me, it's a modern piece, but it's actually based on a film of the same name from the 60s with Sophia Loren, whom she actually won the Oscar for, and it is a fantastic story. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes when people think, oh, it's a modern piece, I wouldn't like that. Don't be afraid of it. It is extremely accessible. Okay. Um, so any of the main stage operas, I think... Um, Are you going to have the pop-ups as well? Will they we have, we yeah. have. I have some numbers here. <laughs> I've, I think it's at... 19 pop sorry uh, 19 pop-ups across the they start on the day after the festival opens so they could pop out of any shop window in yep. Wexford there's yeah. actually a little brochure doing the rounds now it's available and um, yeah. telling you where they are we have the lunch times as well so there's the short works and Heather, short works. Heather Hadrill Wexford girl directing yep, one of them very proud of that Heather is directing the daughter the regiment um, if I was to cherry pick one to try and encourage people to go to I would say go to the factory opera which we had the factory part of the festival there a couple of weeks back they're doing the Italian Girl in Algiers, a well-known Rossini comedy that's yeah. well worth seeing, and it, it's um, the younger singers starting out in their careers with some more established singers as well. And there's a twelve-piece orchestra with it this year as well. So that's if people want to take a punt on something, okay. they don't want to go to the the big operas we often refer to, but definitely I'd say go to that. Well, you'll have to pop over. I know we're broadcasting on the key front on the opening night, so you'll have to, in your busy schedule, pop over and, as your first year as chair, say a few words to the people of Wexford on the night. Delighted to do so. Because I'm sure you'd like to do that, and we would very much like you to do that. For the moment, because, as I said, I'm heading up there to talk to Randall in a little while, we'll find out more. Uh, the, the key points in relation to the launch and how you would like people to enjoy Wexford Festival Operas, uh, the 72nd one. Well, the main thing is they want people to enjoy it safely. Uh, there will be, uh, I presume there will be a large uh, number of people on the quay on uh, this night week. Um, hopefully the weather will be will be favourable. Uh, as far as I know, the timings are that the uh, launch, the, sorry, the uh, ceremony starts at 7.15 on uh, Taoiseach is opening the, the festival this year and then we'll have the fireworks at half past seven. So what I would say to people is, whatever you do, get out. And I would say, I encourage people to get involved. There's lots and lots of stuff yeah. going on besides the opera. Just before I came in, I was talking, I had a lovely chat with the lady you interviewed before me, Deirdre, the trailblazers. That's fantastic. Mm. That type of thing. And it's not just about the opera. We have the Fringe is in full strength again this year. The Spiegel the tent is down in the Spiegel tent key. is there, yeah. yeah. Uh, singing pubs are back this year, first time since COVID. There, uh, the window dressing competition. There is lots and lots and lots of stuff there. There's art exhibitions. There's one up in the Opera House at the moment as well called Wexart. So 
Just go back. I better mention the sister-in-law because she has one <laughs> up in the, the restaurant up there. Up in La Vista, yeah. yeah. Yeah, starting yeah. on Friday. So, so by all means, just, just go on it. What, what I, if people ask me what do I want them to do if they come to Wexford, I just say, look, experience it. Yeah. You don't... You may not like the opera, you may not think you like opera, but give it a chance. And I said, you don't have to go to the, the, the main stage performances, which obviously we would like people to ultimately do. Yeah. But there are so many ways. You've got the pop-ups, you've got the lunchtimes, you've got the pocket operas, you've got the factory opera, you've got all the exhibitions. And, and as you said, there's going to be, there's not a corner yeah. you can't go around without signing someone singing or an art exhibition. Just go out and enjoy it. Good luck to you, Paul. Thank you very much. Once again, congratulations. Thanks very much, Alan. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast